Spring is back, and so is Church's Seafood. With a flavorful fish sandwich or classic shrimp basket. Each starting at just $3.99. E3. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Two five the bone. It is the Mike Kelta show. There's a little Vince for you. Back in the skinny days. Seven oh two. It is uh, Galvin, Spanish, Carmen, Gio, Pat, Pap, all here in the studio. Mike is out in L.A. Our buddy Burke Reicher got an award from Variety last night. Mike was out there to interview him and do the stuff on stage with him, wearing his pink jacket. Did you see that? I saw a picture of them up yeah. on stage. I don't think I could ever do the pink jacket. Yeah? I couldn't pull it off. Eh. <laughs> Carmen says, eh. Nah. Yeah. Geo, no. You. Mike, yes or no? Yes. Mike can pull it off? Yes. I wouldn't. I probably would never wear a pink jacket. Really? But, yeah. I. Not like, uh, ooh, you're gay if you wear a pink jacket. I just, pink's not my color. Like Spanish used to always wear that pink Psycho Bunny shirt. I love that shirt. Did you retire that shirt or I, what happened? I, it's too small. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fat, muscles. fat muscles. Yeah. Fat muscles. I put it on the other day and I, I went like, you know how you do like the fat guy test? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I heard like a little, and I was like, ah, I love this shirt. I'm going to have to get a medium and they're not cheap shirts. It was kind of tight to begin with. Yeah. Like, it was on the, the cusp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, remember I sent you the uh, picture because I was out in uh, Vegas and at uh, the Caesars Mall there, they have a Psycho Bunny shop. Love that And place. I was like, you need me to pick up anything for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. So. Are you uh, heavier in weight, or you just got fast fat muscles? I'm heavier in weight. This time last year, uh, I was talking to Nick about it. I was just doing like regular cart, regular training. Now I'm doing more heavier powerlifting stuff. Right. So this time last year, I weighed 135 pounds. And I weighed myself yesterday, and I'm clocking in at 165. Wow. Now, I know that there's obviously fat in there, too. It's not all muscle, but I, I was shocked. I didn't think that I was standing at, like, 160, 165, well, which you I'm wearing, very happy now. Are you wearing the same size jeans still? Yeah. Or are you wearing the same, same je- size okay. jeans? I'm still size 32. So that upper body getting bigger? And- yeah. It's it's mostly in my, in my chest and in my back that I'm getting bigger. My arms are a little bit bigger, but I used to have really tiny, wafy arms. Uh, speaking of weight, I took my uh, dog, Ghost. She had her annual uh, vet checkup thing and took her, and she actually lost some weight. I was surprised. Not that she's fat, fat or anything, but she's, I always say she's not fat. She's a little husky. <laughs> she's a husky. You took the most adorable picture of her yesterday, by the way, with just her head. Well, that's the oh. funny thing that you say that. So I took a picture of her in the vet thing and said uh, she's here for her checkup, uh, you know, and everyone's like, oh, let us know how it goes and stuff. And then afterwards, I uh, took a picture of her face, and she's laying there, and I put, she passed. Everything was good, blah, blah, blah. John Brennan said, you scared the hell out of me. He goes, I read that, and it said she passed, and I thought she died. And I was like, oh, yeah, that doesn't look good, whatever. Did you change it? I totally changed it. I just took off she passed, and I put all good. She's, you know, this, that, yeah. Look at how cute. Oh, she's adorable. Has Juliana played with her yet? No, not yet. Oh, she loves huskies, dude. Which, talking about puppies, um, Chad and I went and picked up the puppy yesterday. Oh, boy. Now, let me ask you a question. Yes. Is that Chad's puppy or is that 
your guy's puppy. Good Chad's question. puppy. Oh, it okay. is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. We've already, yeah. Just checking. But I mean, you know, I'm, he's the dad and I'm still the mom. And that's mm. how we introduced ourselves. And mm. that's, what that's how it, we introduced that's ourselves. That's what he, he knows us as. That's a pretty adorable puppy. And that's oh a little God. Australian Shepherd. Australian Shepherd. Which are one of the smartest breeds. Really? And, very, very intelligent And dogs. that's why Chad wanted it. Because we it was basically between a Border Collie or Australian Shepherd. They're very similar. Right. But also both very intelligent. Intelligent, very easy to train, yeah. but they also do need a lot of attention and exercise, yeah. yes. which is cool for us because you know Chad and I are always just doing yeah. stuff, yeah, and outside. Sex and I guarantee well, we're not going to allow him to do that with us. <laughs> well, yeah. I guarantee, mark my words. By 2022, yeah, Chad will be shirtless in the park, throwing that dog frisbee and doing tricks. It'll be jumping off his oh, back yeah. and doing all kinds of yeah, for oh, sure. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, he'll, yeah. she'll be doing videos and like putting music to it. <laughs> montage and I'm gonna and stuff. keep. I'm gonna dance with it. I'm gonna <laughs> teach it TikTok dances. That's an adorable dog. Yeah. And you said you haven't settled on a name yet, though, right? Not yet. We have. It's narrowed down to three. Um, right now it's Lil Woody, Taco, or Biscuit. I I like Taco. I like Taco too, but it's not. He's not really giving us Taco vibes. We we think we he needs like a pretty boy name. Biscuit seems more lazy. Right. So Woody would be good. And that's Chad's last name. Oh, yeah. Is Wood. Yeah. So that kind of make you know. Okay. But anyway, we're still looking at it. But yeah. He's, he's just, really cute. He's so cute. I told, I uh, was telling Karishma about this yesterday. And she's a bit, you know, she's always grew up with a bunch of animals. She right. grew up on a, on a farm in Plant City. So uh, she was like, would you ever do a dog? I was like, I would love a puppy. Obviously, I can't right now. Right. But I want a Pipple puppy so bad. Which we got him locally from a breeder in Lakeland. Has he, you know, Bobby is his name. I don't I'm not going to give away all of right. it because all the puppies are gone. Like, obviously, they just sold, like, hotcakes. But he, super nice, raised on a f- farm, has good parents, you know, and it was just, we got, we went out there to pick him up yesterday and we actually got to meet two of the other puppy owners and one of them live in Tampa, so we oh. may have like little puppy dates with them. Puppy sleepover. If they like us, yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed. Did he cry a lot? <clears throat> uh, no, he had a couple little whining moments in the car, but after that, it was basically like, hey, look at the window or look at me. And he was just like, okay, I'm cool again. Yeah, yeah he was, he, you know, for the first day, he was really, really good. My uh, in laws just got a little puppy toy poodle oh named Fiona that is. About the size of this microphone oh. phone thing. It's unbelievable how small it is. I think the biggest it gets is maybe five pounds. Oh, my God. Or something. It's yeah, so it's ridiculous. Cute. But it's it's such a little tiny dog, but it's, like, not aggressive. It's playful. It's playful. You know how sometimes tiny little dogs are like, man, they're yeah. scared because they're going to get stepped on or something? <laughs> this dog's actually playful, and it's, it's funny because uh, it's such a little thing, I man. Know. I love little dogs. I've always wanted a chihuahua, too, but I'm afraid people are going to make fun of me if I'm walking a chihuahua. Yeah, little dogs are fine. I, I just dogs. don't like yappy little dogs. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. annoying. You're just like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> get out of my face. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's too much. You have a little tiny dog. Is yours yap or is it pretty no, cool? No, not really. It's pretty cool. Well, he'll bark at the, when people walk by the house. Is but. yours a Yorkie or a teacup Yorkie? Yorkie. Yorkie, because yeah. my in-laws also have a, they love small dogs. They have a teacup Yorkie that's the same thing. I yeah, think he's the biggest like, it'll get is like four pounds. Yeah, no, he's almost like 12 pounds. I oh, think. okay. Yeah, so. Are you ever afraid you're going to step on him? No, he's he's a lot bigger than you think. Yeah? Yeah. He doesn't look big in the pictures. Yeah, no, he, he looks th- tiny. Tiny. Yeah, no, he's not like a little one of those ones. Like, you can't stick him in like a purse or something. No, I had a 
small dog. You re- do you remember Cooper? I loved Cooper. That's my yeah, dog, Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Cooper was a, a little Jack Russell. There was uh, another. I, I always find dogs or whatever, but uh, this one was a radio station that I worked for. Somebody called in and said, hey, we found a dog, and the guy that was working nights was like, well, bring it in. I'll take it, and then it didn't get along with his cat. And he asked me, he was like, do you know anybody who wants a dog? And I'm like, oh, let me see it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, all right, I'll take it. And yeah. it was a great dog. Cooper was an awesome dog. And you grew up with dogs? Oh, like, yeah. Your whole life? Yeah. yeah. We had Irish setters is what we used to have. Very uh, very original names for our, our Irish setters. First one, Irish. Second <laughs> Wait, one, what? Irish too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we got a, a mutt named, uh, we wound up naming her Heidi. I don't know who named her Heidi, but I wanted to name her Toast. Oh. Because she had that color, and I was like, I'm going to name her Toast. Toast, like, Toast yeah. is a good name for a dog. That is Heidi. a good name. Uh, she was nice. <laughs> she was a good dog. Uh, Alright, it is, uh, let's see, seven ten. It is time to do news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Well, I can tell you this, Carmen. Uncle Galvin would definitely like to meet the dog. Okay. So yeah. Let me know when. Listen, well, yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Maybe you're training your dog to catch Frisbees and you need some <laughs> athletic shoes. Well, Pelt has them for you. Sandals, boots, dress shoes, men, women, kids, whatever you're looking for, they have them right there at Pelt's. And got some news coming up starting on Saturday with the tax-free weekend. I'll give you more of that news next week. But, yeah, you want to be listening for that. Uh, right now, of course, if you stop into a Pelt Shoes location near you, you can stop in there, mention my name, whisper it, Calvin. Get yourself 10% off your entire order. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. So in a reversal of earlier guidance, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is now recommending people who are vaccinated against COVID-19 wear masks indoors in parts of the U.S. where the coronavirus is surging that's right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, CDC Director Rochelle P. Wallen, uh, Wallensky, Wallensky? Yeah, Wallensky, uh, announced the update guidance while providing an update to the media on the uh, state of the COVID-19 pandemic yesterday, saying, quote, in areas with substantial and high transmission, CDC recommends fully vaccinated people wear masks in public indoor settings to help prevent the spread of the Delta variant and to protect others. Uh, the CDC is also recommending that everyone in K-12 schools wear masks regardless of their vaccination status. That includes students, staff, and visitors. How's your wife going to handle that? Uh, children should return to full-time in-person learning in the fall with proper v- prevention strategies in place. Uh, the new recommendations come as a part of uh, as parts of the country see COVID nineteen cases climb due to large part to the uh, rise of the more transmissible Delta variants. Woo! Yeah. So, so I was reading uh, um, out of. California out of San Francisco they were doing a study on vaccinated people versus unvaccinated people and uh, in the counties that have the highest amount of vaccinations in that population they had the most cases of COVID-19 really and in the other counties where they had the least amount of vaccinations they had the least amount of COVID-19 cases wow so yeah and that was uh, I got that right off a Drudge Report it was one of the top stories because it just goes to show you they don't really Really know why Still. they don't know why the vaccine's not working, especially you know when they were saying it's going to be ninety percent effective. You got all these breakthrough cases. You got people that are not vaccinated that are able to not 
get COVID-19 or they're at least asymptomatic and they're not getting tested. And and then you have the facts that Texas and Florida have had an influx of all these new people. So that's going to drive all the, the cases up, obviously, because right, there's just which way more people per capita. Yeah. Queers the numbers. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if you go, if you have any questions, I urge you go to the CDC's website, cdc.gov. They have all the information there for you. It shows you the deaths, infections, and you could break it down. I go by sex and age, and it tells you month by month how many deaths there have been because of COVID, because of influenza, because of pneumonia, and deaths involving all three. So, for because I know people are panicking. Don't panic. Everything's fine. Mm. So, but here we go. Yeah. Paper. Uh, so, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, President Joe Biden will announce on Thursday a requirement that all federal employees and contractors be vaccinated against COVID 19 or be required to submit to regular testing and mitigation requirements, uh, according to the source with direct knowledge of the matter. Uh, the announcement will come in remarks where Biden is also expected to lay out a series of new steps, including incentives in an attempt to spur new vaccinations as the Delta variant spreads rapidly throughout the country. It'll also follow the decision by the Department of Veterans Affairs to require its frontline healthcare workers to be vaccinated over the course of the next two months. Yeah. So he's expected to announce that tomorrow. I like I don't like the when they're offering incentives like the, right. the f- giveaways and all that just, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, yeah. there's been ha- that happening in Ohio and the different stuff and we just talked about it uh, I think it was uh, last week or the week before where a guy who got vaccinated and uh, won a million dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean I guess if you're that guy He's like I'm cool with it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fine. <laughs> uh this is pretty interesting. So Walmart, the largest US private employer will pay 100% of college tuition and books for associates through its uh, Live Better You education program. Wow. How about that? Yeah. That's amazing. That's going to be starting on August 16th, 1.5 million part-time and full-time Walmart and Sam's Club's associates in the United States can earn college degrees and learn trade skills without the burden of education debt. The company announced that on Tuesday, saying, quote, we are creating a path of opportunity for our associates to grow their careers at Walmart so they can continue to build better lives for themselves and their families. That's according to their senior vice president. Wow. How do you like that? Time to step it up, Bezos. Well, you know, think about that. A lot of people are always against big corporations and stuff. A new Walmart coming in and killing mom and pop stores and stuff. But doing something like that, that's pretty amazing. 100% of college tuition and books are going to be paid for, and that's full part-time and full-time That's amazing, especially because, you know, you'd think Walmart would want their employees to stay with Walmart, but now they're giving them the the ability to go get bigger and better jobs, which I think is amazing. Carmen, just think about this. Three years ago, you could have worked part-time at Walmart and got everything paid for. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I've been, the Walmart near my house, I'm glad. <laughs> oh, I, I, I hate with. that Walmart over yeah, there. I, I drive, know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I drive up the road. Same. But I will say this because this is the statement that Walmart is putting out. Just wait until the employees put out what the actual thing is going to yeah. be. Because we see this all the time. Amazon's a great company to work for. Amazon's a great company to work for. Jeff Bezos goes to space and then there's mock memes of them because they can't go to the bathroom right. because they have to work so many hours because yeah. they never get a break. You know what I mean? Like there's always another side of the story. This is what Walmart wants to portray. The little, next thing you know, the employee has to work for Walmart for 20 years yeah. to get this. Or it's a, it's a good feel good, like clickable you know, headline for Walmart. Yeah. But if you're working 40 hours 
hours a week at Walmart and you don't have a very high wage, how are you going to even have time to go, go to, to school, school. whatsoever? Yeah. Because you're working, you know, they you, you make 10 bucks an hour yeah. and you can barely make get by. Or you guys, you guys just want to pee on the Walmart. Well, right? it's like, you know, it's like the stuff that they do here where they're like, oh, you can only log this many hours and right. they just keep you at two hours short of being able to claim benefits. The benefits, yeah, of all that stuff. So it looks good for a stall. Look at yeah. Walmart. Yay. Yeah. But right. then the reality of it is nothing like that. Because I believe the politicians say that's great optics. Yeah. Because I guarantee they're going to have to go full time, which is something I will say that's the only reason why I was able to finish and actually go through college is because I went part time. I only took one or two classes at a time. If I had to have a full load and on top yeah. of this career, load. I would have <laughs> never made it there. <laughs> I've had plenty of those <laughs> <laughs> elsewhere. So I'm just saying, so I'm just saying, like, when it comes to stuff like this, there's always, yeah. there's always you got to yeah. read the, um, the fine line. Imagine you working like a full 40 hours a week yeah. for nine bucks an hour. When are you going to have time to go to school anyway? Exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah. Screw you, Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to do nice stuff. <laughs> Not yeah. good enough. I'm I want it so bad to be a good nope. story, but nope. I don't believe it. You guys yeah. let me know what happens. <laughs> nope. Is Walmart saying they're going to pay 100% of college tuition and bucks, but you guys apparently have a good other try. stories. We got issues. Give me 20 bucks an hour instead. Starting. August 16th. Uh, so maybe go in and read the fine print. Yeah. That's, that's a, a uh, so longtime Tampa Bay Lightning forward Tyler Johnson has been traded Aww. along with a 2023 second round pick to the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for a guy who's probably not going to play. Brent Seabrook. Uh, the move is expected to give the Lightning much-needed cap space with the impending free agents, including Blake Coleman, Ross Colton, and uh, David Savard. Uh, Johnson, in 589 games with the Lightning, scored 361 points and 65 points over 116 playoff games. It is unknown if Seabrook will play for the Lightning this upcoming season. The 36-year-old defenseman announced he could no longer continue his playing career in the NHL due to injury and extend, uh, intended on formally retiring after his current contract expires uh, after the 2023-2024 NHL season. So we may not have him play at all or only get him for maybe a year or two. Yeah. Or we'll see. I mean, we kind of knew this was, gonna, this was coming. I, even at the end of the uh, – when they won the Stanley Cup, a lot of players were emotional because they knew that a lot of these guys were right. not going to be around, you know, the following year. Yeah. So is it – is the team only losing this player – no, we've lost a bunch of guys. So we far. did, yeah. yeah. We're trading yeah. guys. Coleman's gone. But we lost to the Kraken because the Kraken got yeah. to take their pick. And I remember that. that they took I, Yanni Gord. Yeah, Yanni Gord. Damn. So this is probably the last. I mean, we still got We've a pretty still got solid a great team. core. Yeah, it's still got a great team and a lot of good players, and they'll have good players coming in. They're pretty good with that. All right. you know? So I'll still root for the Lightning Wait, and oh, not Pavel Bure yeah. and the Panthers. Yeah. All right. yeah, the Lightning's good at scouting young talent as well. You know, When Ben Bishop left, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, we yeah. lost this great goalie. Now we got Vasilevsky, who the right. Lightning drafted, and he's the best in hockey. So it's like they're good at finding young, talented guys. And you can't root for them when they're great and not root for them when they're not as right. great. Yeah, I agree. Bandwagon, son of a bitch. Stupid bandwagoners. Yeah. Yeah, you. I don't root for any team, so I don't think I... Uh... <laughs> Neither do some other people, but they still <laughs> yeah. post pictures of them with stuff. I'm, I'm pointing over <laughs> to the other station. Uh, this is pretty crazy. On Tuesday morning, Derek Dillman, who is 32 years old, asked his girlfriend, Michelle, for a ride to the police station to hand himself over to the police for an outstanding warrant related to driving on a suspended license and fleeing from police from the previous year. She agreed. 
but Dillman changed his mind en route. He began kicking the dash and windshield and started making threatening comments, telling her twice, I'm going to effing kill you. Uh, as they got nearer to the police station, uh, the girl, uh, Michelle, right? Yeah, Michelle uh, said that uh, he became more agitated, making her fear for her life and causing her to run red lights in order to get to the police station as fast as she could. After getting safely inside, she told officers her boyfriend of two years had modified a yo-yo string to be used so he could strangle her. Uh, he believes the string can slice off a human head, she told them. Uh, luckily for her, the uh, string broke, and she was able to flee into safety into the police building. Dillman was charged with attempted murder, aggravated assault, terrorizing an adult victim, fleeing police officers from a felony offense, and a bunch of other stuffs. Uh, he was arrested, but uh, here's his picture up on Bone TV. Oh, look at that guy. Whoa. Isn't he sexy? Jack Sparrow. <laughs> He looks like the the face changer guy in Game of Thrones. He to me looks like the lead yeah, singer of a Puddle of Mud. <laughs> yeah, Wes yeah. Catlin, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. Oh, sexy long hair. Look at him. <laughs> Look at those eyes, man. Whoa. Kill you with my yo-yo. <laughs> Take it easy. Buddy. What a threat, man. Death by yo-yo. Yeah. Also, don't don't do sexy eyes at me. <laughs> You know? yeah. Yeah. If you're going to kill me. Mm, look at me. Yeah. you with the yo-yo. Uh, so a guy in Russia walked into a sex shop on Saturday and tried to rob the place. He pulled out a small knife and told the cashier to give him the money in the register. It was in a sex shop. What do you think happened? So he got beat up with dildos. Better believe it. Yeah. Uh, instead, she reached under the counter and pulled out an 18-inch <laughs> flesh-colored sex toy and started beating him over the head with it. We actually have some video up on Bone yeah. TV. Oh, yes. Uh, take a look at this. Here he walks up with the knife. He goes, hey, I got a knife. Give me all your money. And there's right there. There it is. Hey! <laughs> Hit him in the head with a big, giant dildo. That's got to be fake, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, there's like, no way. I like don't the know. way he's running and stuff. <laughs> it does look like a Three Stooges skit. Yeah, and why is the floor so slippery? Yeah. Wait, don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me why the floor is so uh, slippery in the sex shop. Every video I see come out of Russia like this makes me wonder why people are still committing crimes there. Because if you get caught, you just get beat up in the street by everybody it seems like yeah oh yeah yeah the police too yeah, i remember when uh, beat the hell out of you in front of everybody i remember when uh uh cops went over to uh uh russia and they had cops in russia wow it was crazy they were like hey i don't think we can show this yeah. on uh <laughs> tv i don't know if we're allowed to do that uh yeah but if you put this music to it then of course it's By the way, police have not verified this yet. I'm calling fake fish. I 100% yeah. agree. And since it's in Russia, I'm calling fake fish. Key. She just happened to have <laughs> the dildo there ready right. at the ready. Yeah. And you at can't see either of their faces. No. And the way he, it's, look, he almost knows that it's coming. Watch Joe show that again. Uh, whenever he goes, watch him put his arm up. He already yeah. like, knows yeah. that it's coming before she even hits him so yeah i don't know it says uh cops have not tracked him down yeah. they can't verify and stuff i think that's fake fish and look how slow he's going so she can catch up and continue right. to hit him yeah you know <laughs> so does anybody in here have a bathing suit that has pineapples on it oh yeah uh, i think so yeah no i don't do you i think so carmen do you i do not but i have a towel does chad no well, if you have a bathing suit that has pineapples on it, you might want to get a new one, or maybe not. Some woman on TikTok 
bought a bikini with little pineapple designs. She also got pineapple swim trunks for her husband, her husband because she thought it'd be cute to match on vacation. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, they didn't get uh, why a lot of people were being very, very nice to them, very friendly to them. Then she <laughs> found out pineapples on your swimsuit means you're a swinger yeah. looking to hook up. Hey. Yeah. It also implies uh, applies to shirts, pants, and other clothing with pineapple designs on it, especially if you're on vacation or a cruise. Now you know. Wow. Pineapples means sexy time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Adult I like, sleepover. I yeah. like that, uh, though. Ha- they have, like, an open way of communicating without, like, putting it all out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm ordering one now. How <laughs> many people how many people have worn pineapples and had this happen to them and had no idea? Tons. Yeah. Oh, I imagine yeah. tons. Yeah. It wasn't until until I started working for the show that I didn't realize pineapples are like a sign of welcome in most cultures. When you give somebody a pineapple. Yeah. Which is why that's why they'll have like on some city signs, they'll have pineapples on either side. Welcome to like plantation, for instance, back home. Yeah, so if you're wearing any pineapple stuff, bathing suits, shirts, pants, Welcome. any of that clothing, whatever, yeah, especially if you're on vacation or on a cruise, that means you're down to swing, just so you know. So, dress accordingly. Yeah, no, why is everybody so friendly? I don't you know. guys are nice. Yeah, everybody's so sweet here. Have you guys met Matt? He just gave me a massage. <laughs> Super nice guy. His wife's very friendly, too. She was kissing my feet. Uh, so, this happened. Someone uncovered a large... They call it a trash bag sized. I would say uh, more like a beach ball, maybe hippity hop size. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just trash bags. You don't know. It's a little trash bag, big trash bag. But it's pretty big. It's a sapphire cluster in their backyard in Sri Lanka. It weighs over 1,000 pounds. We have a picture up on Bone TV. There it is. It looks just like a big giant rock, whatever, but it's a sapphire cluster, which they say could be worth up to 100 million dollars and the guy found it in his backyard awesome isn't that unbelievable would you have any idea no no you know think about that think if you were putting in a pool in your backyard and they were digging and they come across that and they're just like yeah big rock yeah Yeah. you know no idea because it doesn't you know sapphire you think it'd be all sparkly and right you know fancy and stuff it looks like stone it looks like a regular you know giant rock but yeah over a thousand pounds and could be worth up to 100 million dollars. I don't know why, but I just would just assume that the government would just come and take it. You know? No, you own that land. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, this is ours now. Yeah. You're on my property. On my property. Well, it's just like when the people find, like, space objects or meteors and stuff like that, and the government tries to come and take it. Yeah. Like, this is ours now. Thank you for my glowing rock. Right. Not, no, I'd break it down and sell it all over the world. Yeah. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Uh, so remember those red plastic cups from Pizza Hut that they used to have when you'd go into Pizza Hut yeah. and eat, you know? The plat- the big uh, Coca-Cola ones, you mean? Yeah, like the big red ones. They, yeah. they had the textured ones. Yeah, or yeah. The, yeah. Well, they just, excuse me, they just started selling those in four packs. Uh, you can go to PizzaHutShop.com. Uh, they are $10.00. And uh, they immediately sold out. I'll bet. They sold out. Yeah. Yeah. You can sign up for email alerts to find out when they have more. Uh, Some people might not get their full nostalgia fix, though, uh, because depending on your age and when you lived, uh, they might not be the cups you're thinking of. They had two versions. They had the one with the textured ridges on the outside. That's what I remember. And the one that was more flat version. They're selling the flatter version. I, yeah, I think I had the texture version. I used to love Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, going into Pizza was Hut was awesome. great. Yeah. See, the buffet? Right. They don't have them anymore. These no. Zones, the salads, yeah. I like Pizza Hut pizza for fast food pizza. 
That's my preferred right. because they're doughy. It's, it's good, a the buttery thin. crust and stuff. Yeah. I remember uh, the first marathon I did was over uh, Space Coast. I did the Space Coast Marathon, and after that, you know, you you run that long of a time and burn all those calories and stuff. Pizza is a good thing to, you know, eat afterwards. I, I love it. And we were driving, and I saw a pizza, and it was a sit-down Pizza Hut buffet. Yeah. Red roof. Oh, I spent about two hours in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, let's do this. Awesome. But I love that, having the salad and the pizza Hell bar yeah. and all that stuff. I yeah. remember going all the time as a kid to pizza. That yes. was like a place you went. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Birthdays. It's so, it's so funny, too, because now you'll see a lot of the Pizza Huts because you remember the roof, how yeah. the roof yeah. was, and it's something else. Yeah, it's so It's weird. like a used yeah. car yeah. bank yeah. or something yeah. like Boy, that Scott. or a bank. Yeah. You can tell the IHOPs because yep. they yeah. had like the really like v-shaped roof yeah so if you want some of those cups you can go to pizzahutshop.com they're sold out but you can sign up for email alerts they'll let you know whenever they come back uh speaking of stuff selling out of course uh you know everybody doing the chicken sandwich wars all that stuff going on kfc just came out with a chicken sandwich which blows my mind i mean you guys are chicken how do you not have a chicken sandwich (laughs) i don't understand that uh burger king did the chicken sandwich and now they have the chicken Deluxe or whatever Something, it is, yeah. uh, you know. So they're doing that, and then Popeyes was the big one where people were stabbing each other to get these chicken sandwiches oh and stuff. They were, uh, they were delicious, though. I will yeah. say, I might take a stabbing for a couple of them. Yeah, and people were going losing their mind and stuff because of the chicken sandwiches. There, they use that buttermilk batter and doing oh, that stuff. Yeah. Well, we had talked about this that they were coming out with the nuggets. The Popeyes is doing chicken yeah. nuggets. Yeah. Well. They're available today. Oh. So get your knives ready. Uh, Popeye's launched knives. their new game-changing chicken nuggets nationwide. Uh, they use the same flour and buttermilk batter as their chicken sandwiches. The white meat chicken breast nuggets are available in classic flavor and uh, can be purchased in-store or through a third-party delivery with options ranging from four-piece to 36-piece. Yeah, each eight-piece order will come with two signature sauces. Oh. So you can get the different sauces and enjoy those. I love chicken nuggies. I live down the street from uh, Popeye's, and I got to tell you, for the first, like, month, I had to take a different route (laughs) to the gym. Because, well, it was just, yeah, like, traffic, traffic, the line was intense. Like, it wasn't in the parking lot. Traffic was out in the road, and people trying to go. It was just nuts. So I just had to go around. It was actually because Carmen didn't uh, trust herself going by (laughs) She was like, I've got to stop. I will say I waited two months for it, for like the line to die down. And finally, I like drove by one day and I was like, well, there was no line. There was one car pulling out. No one was ordering. I was like, it's my time. Uh, And I got it. And then I was like, I got to go back and get another one. It was so good. I I still have yet to try it. I want to try it. It's good. It's worth it. I, and Popeye's like batter the whatever like on the outside of the chicken. It's just so crispy and mm, crunchy yeah. and sounds nice. It's never soggy like you get with most fried yeah. chicken, fast food chicken fry. You know what I mean? Right. It's oh, I got yeah. I I, I was like Carmen's in. <laughs> yeah. Carmen's I was just in. surprised they made it this far without a chicken sandwich or chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's why. Like they just really hey maybe we should make these in. Uh, yeah. They've only had put this strips. on a piece of bread. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because it isn't. It, is it Popeye's chicken or is yeah. it just Popeye's? Like, what is the actual name of the uh, I restaurant? I feel like it's Popeye's chicken. Yeah, I don't know if it is though. It might be. It's just it just says Popeyes. Popeyes. Yeah, like how did KFC love that chicken from Popeyes? Yeah. That's yeah. their thing though. Slogan. Okay. Like how did KFC not have a chicken sandwich they all this did, time? Though they did, they had chicken minis and they had a chicken sandwich, but I think they just changed the bun. Yeah, just chicken. 
Well, because the big thing right now is like Popeye's, like the bun that they're using, it's the potato bun. Uh, so, like, I think everyone who's coming out with a chicken sandwich, they're just taking whatever chicken sandwich they were making, and they got a new bun, and they're releasing it as the chicken sandwich. Listen, buns matter. You got to get a good bun. It does. Oh, 100%. Get a good bun. Uh, so, I'm looking on Popeye's website, and uh, it says, we come in peace. Get it? Piece of the chicken. <laughs> Our new nuggets come in peace. Uh, eight and 12 piece is what they're saying on here. Now, the article that I read said it comes up to 36, but, you know, you can just order a bunch. Hell yeah. Or three, right. 12, three 12 piece. Yeah. <laughs> you got 36. Uh, and then the different sauce and stuff. They look like they're pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. I guarantee, because this is a thing on TikTok that I've been seeing a lot for Chick-fil-A, people will get the chicken bites. Mac and cheese fries. Oh, I've seen that. And they put it in a salad bowl. Yeah. And they shake it up with like ranch and uh, yeah. Chick fil A sauce. I guarantee because listen, Popeye's mashed potato and gravy. So good. Delicious. But like something like this is going to come out of Popeye's, like a bowl style. Yeah. And it is going to blow up. Yes, mm. please. Because they have mac and cheese. They have all that kind of stuff. So uh, maybe I'm going to do it today, but <laughs> I'll let you guys know how it goes. Carmen's in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm 100%. in. 100%. Convinced her. I, I, <laughs> Oh, boy. Some sad news. Carmen, you're going to be hit hard by this one. Why? Joey Jordison, Slipknot's founding member and drummer and co-writer of many of their bigger, uh, biggest hits, died on Monday at the age of 46 years old. A rep for uh, the family said that he died peacefully in his sleep but didn't specify the cause of death. Uh, he was a great drummer. Uh, he was out of the band, and uh, it's funny because now the drummer for Slipknot is uh, Max um, Weinberg. Ma- Max Weinberg's son. Yeah. yeah. His son, which is so funny to think Max Weinberg, Weinberg. Playing, yeah. <laughs> playing with Bruce Springsteen. His son plays with Slipknot, Jay, uh, who's a great drummer as well. But Joey died only 46 years old. And I went back and I was like, why did he leave Slipknot? What happened with that? And I don't know if this was the main reason or what exactly, but he had been diagnosed uh, with a rare disease of the nervous system that was going to make him basically unable to play drums anymore. Oh, Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I know that he was upset that the band was like... You're out, but I mean, what what do you do? If you can't play, what do you do? You can't, you know... Do anything and stuff. Yeah, so Joey Jordison, jo- Jordison is uh, dead at the age of 46. That's, that's weird that we were just talking about Slipknot right? yeah. like a day or two ago. And yeah, because they're coming to town. That's the second member that's passed away because uh, Paul Gray, the bass player, he he passed away a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's crazy. Uh, that's a bomber. He was really, I mean, a phenomenal drummer. Oh, he yeah. really was. Especially yeah. for like heavy metal. I mean, yeah. so, and he was also in uh, Murder Dolls, like was yeah. another band. I loved Murder Dolls too. Murder yeah. Dolls were great. Uh, we also lost uh, metal church singer Mike Howe, who expe- unexpectedly died on Monday. So both those guys died Monday. There's no word of cause of death. Police say neither drugs nor alcohol appear to be a factor in Mike Howe's death. So I don't know what's going on That's with that. Sad. 46. Yeah. Yeah. That's so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is very young. Yeah. And to make it, you know, those guys from Iowa, the middle of nowhere, to make it to a huge band Especially like that. Especially with the gimmick and the whole, popular, you know what I mean? Yeah. To bust out and go mainstream is not easy. So I'm wondering if it has something to do with that uh, nervous uh, disease of his nervous system. Yeah, I must. Whether there's something yeah. that had to do with that. I, I don't imagine. know. I think it affected it. It was like 2013 when he left the band, I believe. Somewhere around, around there. Around there, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's been a few years. Uh, no points, by the way. Yeah. No points for anyone on that, which would have been a lot of points. That yeah, would be good. For sure. Um, so if you're watching the Olympics, I didn't know that Simone Biles was still doing stuff. I mean, I know she's 
unbelievable and has won all kind of medals yeah. and did all that stuff. But I guess she took herself out of the uh, team gymnastics final yesterday due to mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she didn't think she could compete at a high level. Uh, the team ended up with a silver, uh, losing out to uh, Russia. Yeah, well, I was. She's only twenty four, uh-huh. and this is her second Olympics, and uh, she wasn't doing as great as I think she like really thought she was gonna yeah. going to. Right. So I think that kind of definitely just messed with her mentally. And then I also watched an interview where she talked about um, how she came to the realization that she was actually one of the gymnasts that was um, affected by Larry Nassar, Nassar yeah. who oh was, really who was yes the like she medical- had su- suppressed that she didn't yeah. realize it until later on right like she. Ooh. She had no idea. The allegations came out. She said, no, 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 I'm fine. And then one day it just hit her and she started bawling her eyes out, called her mom and was like, hey, I think something happened to me. And, oh, af- and no. after talking about it and realizing it and hearing the stories, she was like, yes, those th- like similar things happened to me. And she had lived through that. And like she wasn't going to come out and say anything. But then she was like, after she heard the hundreds of stories that came out, she was like, you know, being the leader of this sport, it sure. is my duty to also voice what happened to me so younger generations know that to speak out against stuff like this. And I think, you know, just obviously all the pressure and everything. Because yeah, they were saying with, with her on that team, like they, the uh, Russians had like no shot. Like they yeah. knew right. there was like no it, chance they were going to beat with her on the team because she's that good. Right. Yeah. But then I was, uh, you know, I was watching it yesterday and a lot of former gymnasts says that this is a thing that happens all the time where I guess when she does their... Her level of skill is so high that you lose yourself in the air when you're flipping. Yeah. And once you have just an ounce of doubt, you can get seriously oh, injured. Sure. And yeah. apparently that's what happened is she was trying to do some, you know, double flip and it only went single. And she literally, they said she lost herself in the air, which is well, a gymnast is like one of the most, like they say gymnasts retire when that starts happening. Well, right. Because, like the level of her skill that she's doing, she like uh, her total, her score is just out of this world. Yeah. That even if she makes a mistake, she's still points miles ahead yeah. of the other of the competition. But like she's not even do- like this Olympics. She wasn't even doing her hardest um, tricks or routines yeah. on any of the events because she just wasn't able to do the ones that were below it. She wasn't able to perform those at the like best I can't believe any of these girls are able to do any of this stuff. It all oh, looks so crazy. incredibly hard. And also, I find this crazy because I found this out. Um, Russia cannot compete in the Olympics because of the doping scandal that happened right. a few years ago. So, Russia's out. So they can't go in as Russia, but they're under Russia committee. Yeah. Olympic committee. Yeah. And it's only for certain sports. That yeah, they can, that's weird. That, that they is can, weird. Yeah, so. By the way, I saw uh, somebody, and I don't know who tweeted it. Uh, I Probably a comedian, female comedian. Uh, but she tweeted out, uh, they should have a regular person do the Olympic sports uh, next to the people, the Olympians, just to show the difference. Like, think about that. Think about sprinting or gymnastics or swimming or any of that stuff. Have just a normal person, you know, so you could get a reference of how how unbelievable these athletes are. Well, I said that, you know, a lot of the, I was watching interviews yesterday, and apparently this is something that happens quite common with these these gymnasts. And gymnasts is one of those sports that you start at a very young age. Like, I know I started when I was just three years old and a lot of it's the same with all of these girls they start when they're like two or three yeah. and that's all they do their whole lives and then all of a sudden you get to the point where you're like I'm as good as I'm ever going to get now what and also they age out the earliest out of any Olympic sports they're yeah. like by the age 20 like she's 24 normally 25 is a grandma 
in the in this sport. Really? Yeah. Like she's probably not going to compete again. Yeah, no. Most like most g- gymnasts in the Olympics, they're like always like 16, yeah. 17, 18. They're always really really young because of just the impact that they put on all of their joints and stuff by jumping and hitting and pounding the floor and vault and stuff like that. You really can't do it that long before I mean, you start having problems. I know she also pulled out of the single event, which was the big debate like will yeah, she, will she, she pulled out of the team event, will she still compete for the singles and now I guess this morning it says she's out totally. Yeah. Uh, Completely. Oh, that's too bad because, yeah, like you we were saying, she's the biggest name in yeah, the sport. Yeah, she, sure. she was the favorite for everything. Yeah. Uh, so this, I don't know whether you've seen this yet, uh, Gio. Oscar De La Hoya is fighting. Do you know who he's fighting? Jesus. Jake Paul. No. Vitor Belfort. Really? Yeah. They faced off in their first uh, time uh, on Tuesday ahead of their main event boxing match scheduled for September 11th at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. The fight will serve as De La Hoya's first appearance in the ring since 2008 when he suffered a loss to Manny Pacquiao uh, p- prior to calling it a career. Now, 13 years later, the former multi-time champion will return to the ring in hopes of restarting his career with De La Hoya teasing his interest in a potential fight down the road with either Floyd Mayweather or Canelo Alvarez. Oh, he will not <laughs> do well against either of them. No, not at all. I mean, Floyd's retired and Floyd's doing the exhibition stuff, but Canelo Alvarez is a great boxer world class who is yeah. still boxing yeah. and getting better at every fight he's unbelievable he would destroy de la hoya Agreed. it would be unbelievable as for uh vitor belfort uh the former ufc champion will compete in his uh in professional boxing for the first time since 2006 when he earned a win in his lone appearance in the sport he obviously is mixed martial artist but he yeah. did boxing one time Belfort hasn't fought since 2018 in his final bout of the UFC, although he was previously preparing for a uh, boxing match for Triller back in June until the card was canceled when uh, Teofimo Lopez tested positive for COVID-19, which forced the entire event to be delayed. So now Belfort will square off with De La Hoya in a professional boxing match that will be sanctioned by the California State Athletic Commission. That'll be happening on September 11th. I'm going to watch it. At the Staples Center, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. I cannot unsee De La Hoya in the fishnet tights. And yeah, the, yeah, oh yeah. So in the high heels, I can I cannot unsee that. Now was that photoshopped? No, I don't think no. so. They, no, they, never. Yeah. Yeah. I think he came out and admitted it was. Yeah, because he, he had Oops. alcohol problems well, and yeah. still has alcohol problems. Yeah, he does because yeah. when he was on the uh, one of the fights commenting and doing that, he oh. was all slurring his words and stuff. Slurring and yeah. yeah, he came out after that and said, "I apologize." Well, when your livelihood is getting your face smashed in, yeah, but he's been out of it for a long time. But I imagine a lot of those guys are constantly trying to escape their oh sure. But also, and, sure. I imagine there has to be some level of like CTE, oh, like yeah. same with yeah. football, sure. like just also, being hit in the head. Also, you're not the man anymore. Yes, you at one time were the baddest mofo on the planet. Yep. You know, you were the title holder, you were the champ, and now you're not. You know, you're a former champ, and you still everybody knows who De La Hoya is and Golden Boy and all that stuff. But it's not that same level of being that. Uh, so Vitor Belfort is uh, a badass. Like yeah, he's he a is. badass dude. He's a knockout guy. Yeah. Just boxing though. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, because he that. was a good stand-up fighter. Yeah. You know, so he had that. But you're also going against a guy who was a boxer, just boxer, and that's it. Was his entire life. It'll be interesting to see for sure. I think this will be one of the better fights Agreed. of the 
of the old man coming back yeah. or yeah. doing this for show or fighting a UFC guy doing a boxing thing. I think this will potentially have a, a you know a good fight because sure. they're, they're not that far removed from no fighting. they're still in their forties so yeah. it's not like they're in their late fifties or sixties you know yeah. but in boxing years that's an that's forever. yes it's an eternity but still think about that uh, it's been thirteen years since De La Hoya fought in the ring it, oh yeah thirteen years is a long time yeah, that is true How, do you think Manny Pacquiao comes back to start fighting Manny Pacquiao is fighting. Is yeah. he really? Yeah, Manny Pacquiao's been fighting this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, he's you getting older and it, stuff. Yeah. But no, I mean, you hear about it and he fights people and he's still a great fighter. Uh, ever since he got knocked out, it's a different Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Because he was unbelievable. When I saw him fight De La Hoya, it looked like De La Hoya had never fought somebody before. Yeah. yeah. It was unbelievable how good Manny Pacquiao is. And that's just how it goes. You get older, new guys come in, and these new guys are doing things that nobody saw before. So it's like, what is going on? How yeah. is he getting in here and punching me in the face this much? It's unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, uh, Pacquiao is still fighting. In fact, I him. think Pacquiao has a fight coming up. No. Uh, yeah, real soon here. Let me see. Uh, let me uh, Google that. Manny Pacquiao, his next fight. Mm-hmm. Manny Pacquiao is going against uh, Royal Spencer Jr. What is the date of the fight? That was one day ago. It is coming up. Let's see. Uh, in December 2020. No, that was uh, his comeback fight. When is this one? Oh, it will take place August 21st. Wow. That's very, yeah. That's yeah. very soon. Super fight. August 21st. Did you see Jake Paul is trying to call out Canelo Alvarez, too? No, he's not. Says Jake Paul. <laughs> no, he's not. I Don't do that. No, I hope he is. This is the headline. Jake Paul, very confident he would beat Canelo Alvarez in boxing match. Well, he is absolutely ridiculous. I totally agree. Yeah, don't, don't do that. I'd love to see that. Canelo Alvarez <laughs> is an amazing that. fighter. Uh, by the way, so Pacquiao, let's see, his last fight was uh, Keith Thurman, who is uh, from right here in Clearwater. That was his last fight where he won, and that happened... Uh, let's see. Probably uh, uh, 2019, before COVID. It happened, uh, yeah, 2019, yeah. July 2019. Uh, then his next fight, we said, is coming up on the uh, 21st. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, 62 wins, seven losses, Jesus. and uh, two draws. Wow. Yeah. So he's been fighting a long time. How old is Manny now? Manny is uh, 43. 47. 42. 42. 42. 47. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, who is it, Jake Paul or Logan Jake Paul? Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Now, which one is the one that has the better record? Jake. It Jake is Jake. Yeah. Jake is the one. That- Jake's fighting uh, Tyron Woodley. Oh, okay. He's the yeah. one who's actually won, not the okay. one who fought Mayweather. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Alvarez would kill <laughs> him. It you wouldn't. Even, it, oh my gosh, but, Carmen! I, I, I'm yeah. telling you right I now. I know, but listen, enough money. Mayweather should have killed what's his face. I, that's no, but that I was think, an exhibition. Yeah, that yeah. was, that was and he was Same. carrying him. He was carrying him. No, I, if they're if they're talking about a real fight, though, Canelo Alvarez would kill him. I mean, it wouldn't even be funny. Yeah, the, it would be a, sad. The Mayweather Logan Paul was a notch below like WWE. But like what like that's what all of this is. These brothers aren't going to get into the ring just to get demolished. They're going to be like, "Yeah, I'll fight you. Here's a little extra money. Take don't kill me." Yeah, don't you smash can, my face. You can win, but I'll get in the ring with you. Like it's the same premise. Think, uh, it doesn't matter who they get in the ring with. It's Woodley, a joke. Woodley is definitely 
the most legit fighter that uh, he, yeah, that the Paul's going to, yeah. he's going to be going against. Yeah, most uh, da- the most dangerous, I think. Alvarez, by the way, is uh, fifty six one and two, so he only Ooh. has lost one. He had two draws, one against Gennady Lovkin, uh, who is one of my favorite fighters. Let's see in his last. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, so he had. Let me just put it to you this way: uh, first four fights win, fifth fight was a draw, six through forty three. All wins. Yeah. Then he had a loss against Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather Jr. Uh, then, uh, let's see, uh, 45, 46, 47, all the way to 51, all wins. A draw against Golovkin. And then his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights, he's won. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he's, he's a beast. And he's not fighting chumps either. Right. He's no. fighting real guys. Yeah. So that would be ridiculous. I would love to see it because that would end all of this. Yeah. That would end yeah. all of this. Yeah. You are fighting a real boxer. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I give you credit. You made a ton of money. You did all that stuff. You're really trying and stuff, but stick to the guys that are, you know, this guy did MMA or this guy, you know, just got out of a wheelchair or Retired whatever. Retired athletes. Yeah. yeah. Once you start fighting real current fighters, yeah. you're going to die. That's yeah. how that's going to happen. Uh, so Kelly Clarkson has to pay her ex-husband a monthly spousal and child support. What do you think it is? Ooh. Kelly Clarkson, a lot of money. Yeah. Got, you know, a uh, famous singer, uh, has the talk show doing that stuff. She does uh, commercials and everything. So how Gonna much does voice? she pay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How much does she have to pay her ex-husband per month Ten grand for spousal and child support? Ten grand. Ten grand. I, like I saw this story. So I you know saw the, it? Okay. I know the Carmen, what do you think? I think it's going to be ridiculous, like 100000 100000 would be ridiculous. Double it. What? $200,000 per month wow. she has to pay her ex-husband. Yeah, for spousal and child wow. support. Isn't that unbelievable? Are yeah. you doing the math over there, Gio? What's that? Are you doing the math? Oh, yeah, I was I was trying to look what her husband does for a living. Wasn't he a hockey Nothing player? Nothing now. I feel like... No, that was uh, the other girl. No, he Carrie was like a producer Underwood. or something. Oh, was he? Okay. I okay, think- Carrie Underwood's the uh, hockey player. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, so that is uh, $2.4 million a year that she wow. has to pay him. Isn't that crazy? It says he's an American talent manager. Damn right. So yeah. he must have been her manager yeah. at, at like one point. Now he's him. an American money manager. Yeah. yeah. How do you like that? Uh, so Bob Odenkirk was rushed to the hospital after collapsing on the set of his show, Better Call Saul. Please get better, Bob. Oh, I thought you were saying please die like no, you had No, please get something. better. I love Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, so do I. Uh, Better Call Saul is a great show. Uh, Bob, uh, Mr. Show so with Bob, Bob and Dave. Dave was so good. Really good. Uh, he's still receiving medical care. Odenkirk and the cast were shooting in New Mexico on Tuesday when the incident happened. Odenkirk went down and was immediately surrounded by crew members who called the ambulance. Uh, he, it's unclear if he was conscious when he was uh, transported to the hospital, but they say he's uh, under the care of doctors currently, so hopefully going to get better. Aren't they uh, in the last season of uh, Better Call Saul? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is the last season uh. or not. It may be. Maybe. I'm just not sure. Uh, he just got in uh, pretty good shape for that uh, Mr. Nobody yeah, movie man. that he had. So. Did you see that? I did. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's you know not great, great, but it's good. I liked it. I wanted to see it, and I like came and went, and I was never able to watch it. Yeah, it, if it comes on HBO, watch it. Okay, you know, okay. I mean, uh, you, well, you know, what is it to rent it? Yeah, I love Bob Odenkirk so much. I would yeah. definitely watch it. Yeah, uh, it was so funny to me. It was good. It was interesting, like a good little take on it and stuff. But it's not like you're not going to be like the best movie okay, ever. All right. But I I do like him. Was so. it better than Mortal Kombat? Because Mortal Kombat was awesome. It was about the same. <laughs> okay. It was I about the it. same. It's I'm one of those it. ones that you watch and you're like, yeah, that was good. Uh, I, like, right. I like it. I like it. It's not going to win awards. 
<laughs> you know, but they all don't have to. Uh, if you are attracted to Mila Kunis or Ashton Kutcher, this might burst your uh, bubble. Uh, they don't bathe very often. <laughs> uh, so they were on uh, Dak Shepard's podcast, and Mila said, quote, I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower much anyway. Ashton added, quote, I wash my armpits and my crotch daily, uh, nothing else ever. What? Yeah, that's gross. Uh, I got a bar of uh, Lever Lever 2000 that uh, delivers every time. Uh, Ashton said he'll throw some water on his face after a workout to get the salts out. Uh, Mila said she washes her face uh, twice a day. Uh, the philosophy also extends to their kids. Uh, she said that uh, I was that parent that bathed. Uh, I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns ever. And Ashton said, quote, if you can see dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. Well, <laughs> they say because we've we had the not survey, but the research wherever it says, like, for your feet that like because it asked, like, do you actually wash your feet or do you think the soap that you're washing off from your body is good enough for your feet? I wash my feet, but they, I scrub my feet. I have one of those back uh, like uh, washer things. You know what I mean? Like the brush. Yeah. And I get in there and wash my feet because I think nice. that's disgusting. But that you they, don't wash your feet. But they say that unless you can physically see dirt, you, like the water that's running off of your body does wash your feet good enough that you don't yeah. actually have to put soap on them. Well, I know the baby thing. I've heard some doctors say uh, that, it, you know, the less you clean your infants or your toddlers, the more their immune system it grows. So that way when they get older, they're not going to be susceptible to all these germs yeah. that fall from the sky. But I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I am know. too. I don't. I you know. I don't. I don't ever want to smell. That's my biggest thing. As long as I don't smell. Well, uh, yeah. And at one point, she even says that she washes her. I don't know if I can say the word that she uses, but like her stuff, her the area, crevices, basically. Right. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I think that's. I'm. I'm okay with it. Well, yeah. I, do that again, I mean, if uh, she's hot enough, she could do whatever she wants. I don't care. Yeah. You don't want to shower ever. Whatever. Yeah. Mm. Did you ever see her when she was on Punked? And they had the uh, the Russian people or whatever it was, and she can speak fluent Russian. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's so hot. That it makes her hot. It is so hot. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty, I was pretty impressed with that. If she didn't shave her armpits, I'd probably still be like, she's one of the most uh, attractive people on the world. Yeah, just keep your hands down. Keep <laughs> yeah. your hands down. <laughs> Don't raise your yeah. hand. Yeah. Uh, so finally in news, uh, you know, Matt Damon, Matt Damon has a new movie coming out. Uh, we had talked about it the other day, still water. Uh, and then another one that's coming out, uh, with, uh, Ben Affleck where I think they wrote that one, but you know, Matt Damon is a uh, Boston guy. He's a Boston area sports team guy. Well, it looks like he's not a new England loyalist after all an appearance on the Dan Patrick show. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. Yeah. He said in a hypothetical Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Patriots. If they were in a Super Bowl, he would be rooting for Tom Brady. So he'd be rooting for the Bucs. Woo! So he's a Brady fan more than he is a Patriots fan. Damn right. He actually ends the interview with saying, go Bucks," which is pretty interesting. I know Matt uh, lived in Florida for a while. He was uh, down here, not necessarily in Tampa, yeah. but I know he's in Florida. Here is a little bit of the uh, interview. Take a listen to this. Here we go. Let me give you the official introduction here. He's uh, Matt Damon, actor, producer, screenwriter, and Tom Brady apologist, it says here. As, apologist? As I don't apologize <laughs> for anything. Listen, <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> I make no apologies. <laughs> okay. If the Bucks played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, who would you root for? 
Tom Brady. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, it's great to talk to you right. again, and thank you, Matt. Go Bucks. Ah, you like that? It is so weird when you hear these, you know, A-list celebrities talking about the Bucks and talking about Tampa. Like the the eyes Brady brings is is nuts. But yeah. also, like really he said, crazy. he is a Brady fan. Yeah. So even if Brady was, you know, on the Raiders, he would be a Brady like Brady fan. Yeah, but it's Raiders. it's weird because you know, think of your team and think of guys who you were a super fan of on your team, and they went somewhere else. Did you follow them or did you stick with your team, yeah. Jameis Winston? I. I I still root for Jameis Winston, but I hate the damn Saints. Right? Yeah. Like See, that's, I, perfect. I hate, that's like the t- I hate the Saints. Yeah. I mean, if you were a, uh, a Green Bay fan with Brett Favre, and then he left and went to what the Vikings did he go to? Yeah. Uh, did you go to the Vikings or did you stay with Green Bay? But also, okay, so for Geo, let's say Bucks and Saints are playing. Do you wear your Winston? Bucks no, jersey. No I, <laughs> no, I would always, I would always go for the Bucks, the team. But I'm right. I'm saying, player. I'm saying you go, you go for the team. But I'm saying if you have a Winston jersey, oh, or I, I do, and I'll you rock it still. Probably never wear it again. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. I just, I, I, I'm more about the team. Oh, so wow. you'll be, you'll be like Rob Lowe and wear your NFL hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good luck to both teams. I've been a fan of the team for since bef- long before Jameis and long after Jameis. Marino, yeah. I still wear my Marino jersey. I wore it to that one game we all went to at Mike's house. I got to tell you, man, if Marino would have went to the Steelers, which he was supposed to. He was, right? Yeah, Yeah, I remember my dad saying that. Uh, There's a great documentary ESPN did their 30 for 30 or whatever is from Elway to Marino. Yeah. It's really interesting how that all went down. Yeah. Oh, man. If he would have went to the Steelers, uh, I have so many more Super Bowls. (laughs) I went to school and graduated or not graduated. He was like a year behind me, but I went to school with someone who actually plays on the Steelers. He just got drafted by this year. Nice. Yeah. He probably won't play. He's kind of on the smaller side. Side, but mm-hmm. he, I mean, he posts a bunch of pictures like in his outfit and stuff like that. I'm like, that is so freaking cool. That is cool. I mean, if you can make it to the league, that's yeah. right. And that's that was tough. A, that's yeah. not easy. And he didn't go straight there. He tried to play uh, not in the XFL, but there was yeah. a secondary league that there's he a played, Canadian league a lot of guys yeah, play in. That he played in for. He played in that for like one year, and then he tried out, and he made the, you know, and he got drafted by the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it's. Wild. Yeah, where I grew up, there was uh, one of the guys actually played for Green Bay. One of the guys who lived in our neighborhood, like the older brother, he yeah. went and played for Green Bay, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's yeah, that's he must be up. rich." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which meanwhile, which, he probably never even no. played it down. He was just on the team, <laughs> yeah. which still is amazing As to a make the team. Yeah. You know, to do that and be able to make the team and stuff. But like the average career in the NFL is like three or four seasons. Like most guys don't play for like fifteen years. Right, right. Like the majority of the guys go in. And get you know chewed up and spit out in like two or three seasons. Uh, it's funny because there's guys who do different stuff. There was a guy who was on uh, I don't even know what team he was on, but now he's a magician. Oh, and he really? was on America's Got Talent. Yeah. He's a really good magician. Like he's really good at it. I remember them doing a profile on him with uh, real on Real Sports. Yeah, and uh, he had played for a few different teams and was you know making decent money. He wasn't making millions. He wasn't a big known guy like that. Whatever. But then he said he had always done magic and always done that. Whatever. And then started doing magic. And I think you know out of yeah. the NFL and that's his career now. He does magic. I just <laughs> imagined in that thirty for thirty they used the line he used to play for this NFL team until one day he made himself 
disappear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you're a low-level NFL guy and you play for three or four seasons, you know, you go in, make a couple hundred grand, and you're like 24 when you're, right. and you're, yeah. your right. career's over. But you've got a, a nice chunk of change and go do but something else. you also have some of those things where, you know, possibly go into broadcasting. Yeah. yeah. You know, possibly go into coaching. Yeah. Uh, possibly work for the team in the office. Yeah. You know, doing something like that where you work your way up to it, maybe a GM spot or something. But, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities for you once you do that or invest in stuff, yeah. you know, or you open your own car dealership and you have a name because yeah. you're on a team and do that kind of thing. Now so. you can add magician to that list. Magician. Yes. I used to sack QBs. <laughs> now I don't. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. That great. Uh, all right. That is it for news. Uh, we will take a quick break. And then coming up next, I have a brand new Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.